Hello again to all of our listeners. Alex Knock and Dylan Yuska here. Episode 3 of the Philadelphia Food Truck Podcast, working title. Today, we are going to be reviewing Gyro King on 17th Street, Food Truck Quarter. Before we get into that, Dylan, why don't you give us a little bit of an update on our last uh, review? Yeah, so last time we reviewed uh, Nagoya, right? And Nagoya. Nagoya. Uh, our good friends there. And it Very went nice well. Uh, no sickness afterwards. Felt good. Afternoon yeah. was productive. Digestive tract worked well. I yeah. Would say. Despite the you know their big meals, we felt okay after going forward. Felt very good. Yeah. And had also energy. reaching back to the first episode. Yeah. Uh, Center City. Sorry to say, listeners, but um, Center City is still not not with us. Yeah. I I would say that I'm not giving out all hope yet. But I'm close. Yeah, you hate to see it, Alex. Yeah. You, you really do. The noose is tied for Center City. Yeah. So so we will update you as we learn more. But why don't we, on this bright note, uh, talk about what we're doing today. Yeah, Gyro King, this is your classic halal truck, at least from appearances, right? Mm-hmm. And food trucks, especially in Philadelphia, are dominated by the halal trucks. Yes. Yeah. It has that green sign that says Halal New York. Exactly. You know, it's, it's just like, you know. The stock pictures of all the dishes. Yeah, the, maybe you have yeah. the New York skyline in the background. It, exactly. You can't mistake it. If you've seen any food truck, chances are you've seen one that looks like this. Now, that's what we thought. Uh, we had never tried it before, but we walked by many times. There does seem to be a long line. The one dish that I had noticed they specialize in that not all halal carts do is chicken biryani. Yeah, and I had no idea what biryani was before this. Uh, still not sure exactly, but I'm excited to try this. Yeah, and, and we should say, too, that they actually do different biryanis every day of the week. So what, right? what is biryani? Biryani is a, is a chicken and rice dish, but it's different from your classic chicken over rice that food trucks sort of halal food trucks specialize in and from my like appearance of this it looks like the rice the rice is completely different different. i have orange rice here yellow rice here white rice here it's it's almost a rice pilaf kind Mm, of mix i don't know what that means either okay it's it looks sort of like a mixture of a few different rices together but you know kind of smoked it almost looks like carrots like shaved carrots yeah there there is some orange in there for sure it could be carrots uh it looks delicious but it, it seems like today we went on a Wednesday. You had a goat curry, right? Or a goat biryani? Yeah, I'm sorry. goat biryani. And they also serve that on Fridays. I think they said chicken Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Thursday, Monday, Thursday. Okay. Tuesday was vegetarian biryani. Vegetarian biryani on Tuesdays. Okay, there we go. So uh, you know, a good mix of biryanis. And what did you get, Alex? I got a combo special. So this is really interesting. So like I sort of alluded to, a lot of these halal carts they'll specialize in protein over rice. So that's typically chicken over rice. You'll sometimes see lamb or falafel over rice. What I got today is a combo special. So not only is it chicken over rice, not only is it lamb over rice, but it's chicken, lamb, and falafel. Yeah, to give, give you a good view of the whole you know, capability of this cart. A- absolutely. So you know, I-, I was really ecstatic to see that. I've seen combos before that let you combine two of the dishes, but never three. Um, so I have the three dishes chicken, lamb, and falafel over rice, along with some veggies, mostly consisting of chickpeas, and then all of these halal carts, or most of them, will combine their X over rice dish with a little side salad, which is basically just some lettuce, some chopped veggies, tomatoes, onions, cucumbers, uh, which this included, and then two sauces to top mine off. Uh, A white sauce, more of a tzatziki, I think, and a red sauce, more of a hot sauce, both made in-house. Yeah, they did mention that, that they they were made in-house. And my sauce actually is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more of a liquidy, yogurt-based uh, sauce that has 
as you said, uh, fresh uh, vegetables in here. Yeah, like cucumbers. I think tomatoes. he mentioned yogurt and cucumbers. Yeah, yeah, just stuff like floating in this liquid, but it smells <laughs> great. And yeah. uh, it came highly recommended. He actually hit me up with two right. packets. Yeah, um, and and that's a good transition point to talk about. You know, some of the the information surrounding this cart. It was two guys that were operating it. We came to learn that they were the owners of the cart. Great to see. Great to see. Yeah, really happy to see that. You know, They actually took it over from the previous uh, owner. Right. They said he just never changed the name. They didn't change the name. Presumably, you know, they made some tweaks to the menu, but probably a whole all cart before they took it over. Yeah. Um, they've been there for four years, they Four said? years. Yeah, on 17th Street, so really in prime food truck quarter. Super nice guys. Yeah, and we were talking about last episode how these proprietors or these people running the food cart, do they put their own twists on their food? Right. And this seemed like this was their specialty. Well, in fact, when we asked him what came in the sauce that you ordered, uh, we directed the question to one guy. He turned to the other guy and said, hey, what do you put in this sauce? Mm-hmm. I think pretty clear evidence that they cook the stuff on hand. This is their own creation. And I'll say, too, you know, the, the white sauce and the red sauce that I got on mine, these are staples of halal carts. But the sauces uh, from this food truck were different than other halal carts that I frequent. So even more evidence that they sort of put their personal twist on their food, which you love to see and can really make a food truck unique. Yeah. Well, without further ado, what do you say we dive in? Let's dive in. differently this time uh, we're gonna do the appearance in the first bite combined into a overall first impression rating so on that note uh, give us a couple seconds here All right, Dylan has fork in hand and a big bite and what I'm gonna do here is try to really scoop out this goat yeah and, and the goat interesting to note is on the bone it's not boneless goat yeah I think that makes it more authentic. Yeah, I agree. I'm not and, expert, but yeah, and it looks like you're pouring some of the sauce on, just giving yeah, it a taste. You can really see that liquid; it, it's it, like soaking into the goat right yeah, now. Yeah, it is kind of a thinner sauce. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, here he goes. All right, mm-hmm. nodding. The goat is really tender. Nice. Uh, it's shredded. It's like almost shredded. You could, with this plastic fork, you could just peel it right off. That's almost. great. That's what you want to see. Yeah, a couple attempts, but it's coming right off. A few bone. attempts. Uh, and then the the rice really is, uh, I think, the bedrock of this. Literally right. the bedrock, but in terms of taste, also right. the bedrock. Right. Uh, you really have just a diverse set of tastes going on here. You can tell there's a lot of spice in here. Yeah. And actually, it reminds me of a uh, Afghani restaurant that I've, I went to recently. Uh, in terms the in terms of the Afghan restaurant. Afghan. Afghan. Afghani is a currency. Oh. Afghan is the people of Afghanistan. So, Common mistake. Common mistake. Shout out to our Afghan listeners. That's right. Um. Anyways, so that was yeah, that was a good first bite. Uh, overall impression here, it's a little bit uh, unattractive. I would say average average it's, attractiveness. It seems rice heavy when you look at very it. rice heavy. Yeah. Um. The meat is quality, not quantity. Mm-hmm. But I think that was a that was a four on the overall first impression. Okay, great. And you know, without further ado, I'm going to dive into mine too. I'm going to try. Yeah, to get it looks some, like uh, you're mixing up a little bit. Right yeah, here. I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Try to really get uh, the rice to soak in some of these sauces that are so delicious. You really. can tell that's an expert move. You've been around the block a, a few times. Yeah, I, well, I'd certainly recommend that to all of our uh, listeners who are interested in trying a, a halal card of any kind. But 
I'm going to really try to mix this up and then get a representative bite of the dish. Could be difficult with the three proteins, but... Uh, and the plastic fork. And the plastic fork. But let's see what I go for here. That was a vegetable-heavy bite. Got a nice uh, dosage of the sauce, though. It was a vegetable-heavy bite. You know, I think I'm going to amend my first bite and go in for a second one just to make sure I get some more protein. Breaking the rules. It's okay, Alex. All right, so two bites now. I've tried the veggies. I tried a, a good bite of lamb. My first impression really is that the sauces are delicious. Mm. You know, I think this is a, a spicier sauce than what I'm used to with halal carts, which I love. You know, I'm a fan of uh, of good spicy food that can really bring out the true flavors of a dish. You know, uh, sometimes a lot of Americans sort of shy away from uh, more spicy food, but I love it. You know, I think it's uh, very authentic and, and truly delicious. So very good first bite. I too would give it a four overall. And uh, something that we should mention is, like a lot of halal carts do, both of our dishes came with free drinks. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and crack open my ginger ale. Ginger ale, highly recommended to calm the stomach. Not me. a sponsor, but we love it anyway. We love ginger ale. Call us. And this is a good moment to call out our sponsor, premiumbeats.com. Thank you for the free music. <laughs> You want to discuss some of the, the finer points of the truck, price points, perhaps? Yeah, so this is the most I've ever paid for a um, – and by the way, I'm pouring my my tzatziki sauce on top of the rice now. And it's thicker at the bottom, actually. Do you see that? Yep. I do see that. Interesting. Yeah. There seems to be some sort of seeds in there. Interesting. Huh. Maybe from the tomatoes or something. Well – uh, yeah, so this is the most I've paid for a halal cart. Um, namely, I'm guessing because this is a special, the goat is something that you don't see as often, especially on the boat or on the bone, as opposed to like, yours is, is chopped up. That's right. Yep, mine is chopped up, you know, chopped chicken, cubed lamb, and then the, your typical falafel balls. Mm. Yeah, I paid $7 for this. And I must say, actually, I poured that, that sauce on and that, that tastes a lot better. Okay, good. Yeah. It just added another whole other element to it, the dish. Great. Yeah. And mine was $6, which is, I think, a good price point. More your, – so your, your standard halal cart will charge $5 for a single protein over rice. And that includes the sauces. It includes a little side salad and usually a drink as well. Now, the typical price for a combo is a $1 upcharge. Goes going from five to six dollars, but as I said, that normally only includes two proteins. You know, say you want a combo of chicken and lamb, you're going to pay six bucks for it. This is a combo of chicken, lamb, and falafel for that six dollar price. Really protein heavy, um, which you can see right away from just sort of looking at the dish. And I think to me that's a good value. Yeah, you really get the diversity of taste in that. It looks like. Yep. And uh, it's covered. The rice is covered with uh, meat. And falafel, which you like to see. Not to mention, I, I love the addition of chickpeas to this as well. That's something that you don't always get. Another, do you have carrots and corn on there too? Am I seeing that? And is there like some sort of some like soybean in it there? It does. Yeah, let's take a look. So it does look like there are some carrots, some corn, and it could it could definitely be a soybean. So really a mix of veggies. It um, seems honestly like something that you would 
um, you would take out of a can. Like a sort of like uh, right. they pre-made might, vegetable. Yeah, I think that's fair. They might not be, you know, the freshest veggies, but I, I think they add a, kind of a good diversity to the dish. I, I'm certainly happy with it. Mm. Um, that's another thing to note that um, as opposed to yesterday when they, or last episode, when they put the fresh chicken on the grill, this was pre-made in, you know, sub-level heated uh, containers. Yeah, and they just scoop and scored, and that's something we'll you normally will see from a, a halal truck when they run low on a protein. You know, say chicken, that's usually the most popular one. They'll put a bunch of chicken on the grill at one time, add the sauce, chop it up, and then sort of store it and serve that cooked chicken as customers come. Now, don't get the wrong impression. I don't think they cook the chicken once a day. I mean, I've frequently seen them cooking oh, yeah. chicken on these carts. You know, it's probably an every hour kind of thing, if not more frequently than that at, at peak hours. Yeah, they um, have good safety standards. Right, but it, it is a good point. That, you know, you don't order and then they cook the chicken there. So now that we're a few bites in, what are you what are you kind of thinking of your dish? Um, grooming along. Yeah, it's really uh, it's really it's good. I think it's the tastiest that I've had so far in this season. Really, yeah. that's great. That's wonderful. Now I'm going to go in for a bite of the falafel, which I've not yet tried. You know, obviously falafel, given the size of it, you can't really mix it up with the rest of the food. But yeah, here goes. How was that? Very good. Is it the best falafel you've had? Because that's always a question when it comes to falafel. It's not the best falafel I've had. You know, there are some brick and mortar restaurants that I've been to that really specialize in falafel that make a, a very tasty falafel. But this is good. This is the exact sort of crispy on the outside, soft on the inside that you want from falafel. Um, very tasty flavor. Uh, really enjoyable. Nice. Now, I don't want to throw a curveball here, but I think we have to mention something that came up uh, before we started recording yep. when I initially opened my tray, and that was that uh, there was a small uh, eyelash size uh, hair. Small hair. And um, on the edge of my platter. Yeah, it really, really just a heartbreaking turn of events before the race even started. You yeah, know, we hadn't even dug in yet when you saw that. See, I'm not, um, I'm not too dissuaded by that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I think it's just a hair, like pick it out and go go on. But yeah, I know people can get a little, you know, squeamish with that stuff. I, I understand both sides. It's one of those things where if it had gotten mixed in with your food and you hadn't noticed it, you would have certainly never noticed it. You wouldn't have had any detrimental effects to your health or your food experience it would have been fine but you did see it you wonder where it came from how long it's been there i I understand people who are a little grossed out by it but you know sometimes these are just the realities uh of of a fast-paced cooking environment yeah and you know listeners of this podcast are adventurous eaters it just becomes comes with the nature of it right so you have to be willing to take some collateral damage sometimes. It's true. But, you know, in the interest of transparency, we had to tell our listeners about it and, and make you aware of that situation. Yeah. You know, this goat is really falling right off the bone. And I'm going to actually look, look at that. There's uh, a clump of rice with tzatziki sauce and sort of vegetables. Yeah. Um, suck to the bone and I'm just going to suck it go, right off. Go right off. Yeah. Like an oyster. Yep. A halal oyster. Yeah. A halal oyster. Now, one point that I definitely want to bring up with uh, the halal food cart genre is the quantity. 
I mean, this is unmistakable. Our first two reviews, you know, I had a hot dog and a sandwich. They were good sizes uh, for their genre, right? A decent-sized hot yeah. dog, a decent-sized sandwich. Oversized. Oversized. Yeah. In fact, oversized. You know, certainly satiated by the meal. But this is another level. Halal cards take quantity to absolutely another level. I might not even be halfway through the meal, and I'm at the point of fullness where I was yesterday uh, with Nagoya. And you almost can't even tell, like, how much you have left. Yeah. Because what's buried under that rice is a mystery to us all. It's absolutely true. It it, it is uh, deceiving in the best possible way. There are literally surprises under every corner. I mean, this is... But this... But truthfully, if you are interested in a food cart, you want tasty flavors, and you are hungry, there are few food carts that will satiate you more than a halal cart. And I think this is an excellent example of that. Yeah. They really get it to you at a reasonable price, too. Absolutely. You find hidden gems. That's why we're doing this podcast, after all, uh, to uncover and shine a light on those those underrepresented food carts that are just a staple of this city and so many cities like it. Exactly. The truth is that great food can be hidden under very inauspicious food carts. Wow, good word. Yeah. I mean, if you look at halal carts, they all basically look the same, but they vary greatly in flavor and quality and quantity and service Mm. and the type of deal that you can get. And there's really no way to know which halal cart is better than the identical one next to it right. or across the street without trying them. And, th- and that's really the kind of service that we want to provide to our listeners. Spot on, Alex. Spot on. And I think it's just fair to the the restaurant tours, the cart tours that are running these mm-hmm. food carts. They're, uh, everyone we've met has just been good people, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you said it very well. And, you know, they deserve more attention because they work so hard day in and day out. Uh, even when the lines aren't full at these food carts in the winter, they are just there tending to their businesses, usually their own businesses. Yep. Yeah. It, it's absolutely a grind to operate these carts. And you know what we found, actually? If you start talking to them and you ask them about their business, how long they've been here, you want to know more, you show genuine interest in them, they hook you up. They want you to be a loyal customer. Multiple times already, just from like having a, a little conversation with these people... They've thrown an extra sauce. Um, you know, they've been like very friendly. They want us to come back. Even for a halal cart, this is a ton of food. Yeah. A ton of food. Jeez. Yeah. Mm. You know, I got to say, if you're eating this goat biryani, absolutely delicious. Lots of flavor. Really nice cook on the goat. Yeah. I sent a butt. <laughs> there is a butt. But let me finish. There's, you know, the, the goat comes right off the bone, as you mentioned, but you got to watch out. As we've mentioned with surprises, you have to watch out for the bones. Yeah. You know, this isn't child's play here with food carts. Yeah. You don't want to be biting down on a, on a tough goat bone. Yeah. And can't even imagine swallowing one of those things. Yep. A word to the wise here. And for some of our maybe less adventurous listeners... Like we said at the top, they do serve chicken biryani, which is more of a, uh, you know, not a less adventurous dish, but maybe a dish that doesn't require as much courage or bravery for first-time eaters. Yeah, that's a good point. And uh, for our vegetarian listeners, if you are out there, 
good for you. Thanks for sticking around. There is a vegetarian option on Tuesdays. What do you have there? I just forked a big old green bell pepper from the bottom. Just randomly. Just ran- I mean, I see a few other pieces too, but this is the exact kind of thing that we've been harping on this whole podcast. Sometimes stuff just gets thrown in there, and you got to embrace it. you got to go with it. you got to love it. For the good or for the bad, but only mostly, mostly for the good. In this case, it was for the good. That was a nice pepper. Good crunch. Very good crunch. I can hear you biting down on it. You hear the crunch, yeah. yeah. You know, the spice on this thing mm-hmm. creeps up on you. It uh, Over the course of the meal, you can feel it a little bit in the back of the throat, but it's nice. Yeah, I completely agree. It, it's sort of a... A constant presence, a constant reminder of what you're eating in, in a very pleasant way. Now, I do notice that you've uh, you've grown quite the accumulation of bones mm. towards the side of your dish. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that? Are you, are you happy that it was on the bone? I have a uh, full-on graveyard here on the other side of my tray. Uh, <clears throat> just empty bones, bones that I found throughout the course of digging through the rice. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, like I was saying before, overall, the bone, like on the bone, goat... I think tastes better. I've always been a, a proponent of like on the bone meat is just better. Mm-hmm. It's more tender around the bone. Right. Um, I think it comes from just my family. They've always taught me that growing up. Yeah. So when I see on the bone meat, I'm like, wow, this is this is better. Like this is attention to detail. You know, it's not cubed. It looks authentic. So I like the on the bone aspect to this. It looks yeah. like we're both uh, kind of rounding third on our meals. So let's put the finishing touches on this thing, then. How was your falafel? Delicious. It looks good. It looks appealing right there. Very good. Um, the goat and the chicken? The goat was good. I'd say typical halal goat. Now, explain to them, your goat was different. How was it different? My goat was different. It was not on the bone. This is pre-cut, cubed goat. Cubed. Uh, Cubed. Like you would see at like a lot of halal places. A lot of very typical goat for halal places. And, and yeah, you absolutely bring up a good point. Really not even in the same ballpark as the goat that you got. Yeah. Um, that explains the price point. Explains the price point. Absolutely. Uh, the chicken was interesting. Every halal card is a little bit different on the chicken, which is an interesting point given that it's typically the most popular item. This was a little bit more of a shredded chicken, uh, a darker meat. Uh, did not possess that translucent orange glow that so many halal chickens yeah you have uh, to wonder what it is but there's no question here you can't ask yeah you can't ask but uh yeah as you said in this case it did not bring up so overall i was very happy with it i thought the sauces were nice veggies were nice really really good dish quantity was i mean unbeatable Mm. absolutely unbeatable tremendous quantity yeah i think overall i would have given the meal a four and a half stars very good rating you know really no complaints overall I am, however, going to notch it down a half point due to the hair that we found. Yeah. I think that's only fair, in my book at least, to discount it a little bit, which brings the rating to a four out of five stars. Okay. I'm in a similar mindset. I think this was a great uh, meal, this dish. Uh, probably the best that I've had in a while. So on the meal alone, you know, it's four and a half stars. Uh, they're very nice uh, people. They seem to take care of their customers. However, that hair is uh, a hair is a knockdown, and I think I'm going to put it actually at a, a three seven five three point seven five. Okay, three seven five. Yeah, because you know you gotta. It's just it sucks because you know that it's tough to control that kind of thing. Stuff happens. We we know that. 
but it is just disappointing to but see. But we have to account for it for our listeners. Absolutely. So yeah, on, on that note though, is this positive experience? I will, here we go. How often would you go back? I, I would certainly put this in the regular rotation. Yeah, Maybe once too. every few weeks kind of thing. Yeah, I think once every two, three weeks. Uh, my most frequent visit out of everything we've reviewed so far. Yeah, I, I think without question, I would go there the most frequently of, of the three carts that we've reviewed thus far. All right. So yeah, just to, one more time, that was Gyro King on 17th Street in between, really probably evenly in between Market and Chestnut, right in the middle of that block. Mm-hmm. Um, two guys are the owner-operators, extremely nice. Uh, you can't miss it. And uh, be sure to check back on their, their specials, their rotating specials between the goat, the chicken, and the vegetable biryanis. Absolutely. Thanks again for listening. For Dylan Yuska, I'm Alex Knott. You've been listening to the Philadelphia Food Truck Fanatic Podcast working title. See you next time. Listeners, it's I again, Alex Knocht, with a very sad postscript. As I was wrapping up my dish, I did find another small hair, exact same size as the one Dylan found, uh, buried at the bottom of my dish. Needless to say, this is very disappointing, uh, and I think I would have to bring the rating uh, down another quarter point to a 375. I'm not going to bring it down another half point since after Dylan found his hair, we certainly knew that was a possibility, but just really disappointed to find two hairs in one meal um, could indicate that there is a, a larger problem here. So with that, I hang my head and say goodbye again. That's a great name for this podcast. <laughs> Hello, yeah, Hello, Oyster. There you go. And uh, the one yesterday, I like the chicken forward quote. Yeah, I know. Also, I made a great description, potential description for uh, this podcast. Oh, yeah? You want to hear it? Yeah, yeah. For like on the iTunes page, Mm -hmm. when, you know, people look at like what this is about. Yeah. Here, Here it goes. Welcome to Food Cart Fanatics, working title. Podcast where we explore, stake out, and review Philadelphia food carts. I love it. Chicken or don't, that's your prerogative. Halal we ask as you keep an open mind. Dude, that's brilliant. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, we could ask our listeners even what they think about that. Yeah, leave a comment on uh, our Instagram page or uh, get at us on Twitter. Um, do you like that? Should we keep it? You let us know. You let us know. We're your loyal servants.